Hello, is it me you're looking for? <laughs> I know Richie. Uh, how's it going, everyone? This is the Danger Hour, the most dangerous podcast, this side of the mighty Mississippi. <laughs> I am your fancy boy host, James Danger, or Jamesy Poo, if you so desire. Yeah, you know, you know what? You can even call me Jimmy, which is mostly reserved for family. But uh, you know, we're kind of family. He listen to all my deep, dark thoughts and uh, secrets. So you can call me Jimmy. I will. I will allow it. Uh, today is Friday, but James, it's a special Friday. Okay, I'm going to ignore your blatant, disrespectful interruption and make an inquiry. What do you? Whatever do you mean? It's a special Friday. James, do you really not know? Or are you just being silly? Uh, I'm just being silly. I know what day it is today. What is it, James? What is it? It's uh, Good Friday. That's right, James. You're correct. Good Friday. What's so good about this Friday? Some dude got violently murdered thousands of years ago, if you believe that sort of thing. And uh, it's a good day. <laughs> good Friday. But, uh, you know... This uh, character known as Jesus was beaten repeatedly with what I believe it is called a cattail whip. Whip? Is that true? It's got like seven uh, different strands hanging down with with nails hanging out the uh, the ends of them. <laughs> That's pretty rough. It's a rough way to go. Yeah, I think I saw Mel Gibson's interpretation, which is, uh, I think, historically accurate. Which is probably how it was, right? Um, extra bloody. <laughs> uh, anyways, so yeah, he got uh, he got thrashed with that thing, and then they stuck him in the side with a spear. After a while, after being hung up on that cross for, I don't know, some kind of so many days. Yeah, I don't know. What do you want from me? This isn't Sunday school. This is all hearsay and and and, and rumors. But uh, yeah, apparently, then after he was murdered and put into some uh, tomb, he. A few days later, came out and was officially the world's first ever zombie. That's right. Came back to life. Then he floated up into the heavens. heavens, heavens. And in honor of his good deeds, uh, we celebrate his life by, by searching for eggs in the tall grass. <laughs> oh, fucking A. Way to twist it all around. Uh, corporate America, selling your bullshit. But James, there's there's just something exquisite about pastel-colored eggs. Oh, <laughs> you you just you sucked that whole thing up, huh? I suck what up, James? Oh, I think you know. James, what are you implying? Nothing. Nothing. You know what? I I ran into this guy the other day. Uh, I don't even know why he started telling me this, but. You know, I don't even know the guy, but we were talking about some shit, and uh, all of a sudden he says, "Hey, uh, I went to church the other day," and I'm just thinking, like, "What the? F- where did that? Where did that come from?" <laughs> I go right up the street here. You know that church? I'm like, no. Okay, well, I was, uh, I was, you know, I was in there. This guy's in like his, uh, he's like early, early fifties. I was in there, and and I think I'm gonna stop going to that church. Oh yeah, why is that? Because the the pastor did something really. Really bizarre. 
I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. It's like, oh yeah, what'd he do? He, he had a Bible and you know, he's talking, he's going on and on. He's getting excited and he starts acting like he's sniffing cocaine off the Bible. <laughs> I go, what? What are you talking about? And he goes, yeah, he, he gets the Bible and he goes, oh, I just feel like I'm high on Jesus. Oh, Christ. No pun intended. I couldn't believe that shit. Man, these Christians are really going They're really going out there now, huh? And I tell the guy, ah, they're probably just trying to appeal to the younger crowd, huh? I, I don't know. I th- but, you know, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Not one bit. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't blame you. But, man, I got to tell you, the more, the more and more I pay attention to the world and what's going on, and just think about it, uh, I think um, I'm leaning towards. I'm leaning towards. There's there's nothing out there. I'm not saying there is. I'm just saying I'm I'm like a little bit leaning. If you don't know my religious affiliation, I. Uh, <laughs> I guess the correct label, if you have to, is agnostic. I don't. Fi- the thing is, I don't know. I don't know. You don't fucking know. The other guy doesn't know. The guy preaching doesn't really know. All right. So how can you? condemn anyone or talk shit to anybody you don't fucking have a clue you got a pretty good idea in your head doesn't mean shit so uh you know i'm in the middle hey he could be real could not be real i'm not saying either way i'm just telling you the more i see it's like all right i think uh you know come on all those stories are pretty out there, but on top of that, just the developments we're making with science and just the way they're explaining shit now, it's just like, all right, this it's just all seems like nothing is nothing has been planned by a higher power. It just seems like shit's there's ex- explanations for everything. You know? Everything's becoming explainable. And it's like, hmm. About an example, James. You're being extremely vague. Okay. I can appreciate that. Uh, let me think of a good one. Uh, well, fuck, I don't know. Let me just... All right, what about this one? What about uh, like the Black Plague type deal, right? I bet people thought back then, all these people dropping dead. Oh my gosh. Oh, God's angry. He's killing us off. He's wiping out the world, right? And then they find out the... the What is it? What was it? Rats? Or uh, maybe just everybody was... There was no plumbing, so there was shit all over the place. And causing disease, so there was a there was an explanation. It was one of those two, right? Wasn't it rats or shit? I don't fuck. See, goddamn, what do you come here to listen to? Uh, anything coherent, right? Or maybe maybe it's my fault for even attempting that. I guess fuck, fuck you guys, whatever. Uh, basically, there's always like an explanation for everything. So God wasn't wiping everybody out. People were just fucking dirty. <laughs> Uh, or the rats, uh, whatever, they were spreading. Yeah, I guess there was so much dirtiness around that there was a bunch of rats and then they just started spreading disease, if that's fucking the case. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, animals carried, right? Because I was talking about the Black Plague carried in squirrels up in the mountains. Yeah, let's just go with rats. So that was the case. But James, what if God, his plan was to spread disease through the rats? See, I've heard that argument too. 
But if it was something godly, why would he have an explanation behind it? Why wouldn't it just have happened? You know, why why are we able to find out what the problem was and then correct it? I don't fucking... It just seems like if it was something godly, it would be like, I'm behind it. This was me. It shouldn't be, oh, that's what that was. <laughs> fucking rats. Whatever. It's just stuff like that. If you just, if you just pay attention to... Uh, I can't give you good examples. I sound like a fucking idiot, but if you just listen to the stories coming out about uh, shit going on around the world, it just seems like it just seems like we're all out here fucking bumping into each other, just like Forrest Gump said. So, uh, <laughs> God damn it. Let me get away from this whole thing. Uh, oh, to, actually, to close it out, I wanted to pick on atheists because I've been hearing a lot of atheists uh, recently just uh, shooting their mouths off. Atheist, you sound like the opposite spectrum of fucking crazy Bible-thumping Christian assholes. You just sound like the opposite. It's not real, you fucking idiot. There's no one up there. Uh, Probably, but uh, you still can't be sure, and you sound like a nut yourself. So I'm going to stay real calm and real comfortable right in the middle. I'm everyone's friend, and I'll watch you two assholes go at each other. All right, let's move on. Uh, hey, want to hear something? Are you talking to me, James? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Oh, wow, James, you're actually you're actually talking to me. Well, of course I'm talking to you. But it's just rare that you start talking to me. I usually have to get your attention, James. You know, well, why do you got to make things weird? Why can't you just respond? And then I talk, you know, I respond to you, and we just have this something called the conversation, a normal one for a fucking change. I'm sorry, James. Don't get upset. I don't like that. All right. Here's what I wanted to tell you. I'm all ears, James. Oh, my God, James. Does that mean it's time for this week in root beer? That's right. It's this week in root beer. All right. This week in root beer, I just cracked it open. And as as you can tell already, it's a subpar because it's coming out of a can. <laughs> But uh, my buddy Bino brought this over. And it's funny because uh, I was planning on doing a show sometime this week. And <clears throat> and I was like, fuck, I don't have a new root beer. And I don't know where to find one. And this guy just happens to come over. We, you know, we already have plans to meet up and hang out. But he just happens to bring a case of root beer that I didn't even ask him to bring. You know, he just brings root beer. I couldn't fucking believe it. Was it a sign? Maybe. Maybe Zombie Jesus told him to. You know? Maybe he told him to bring me some root beer so I can do a show. So I can spread these lies. <laughs> okay. Uh, and speaking of, this show was supposed to be recorded on Wednesday, but you know why I didn't do it? You're not going to believe this. Because I felt like drawing a picture of Batman. <laughs> yeah, I sat down at this desk here. And I was like, should I do a show? I should, because they're supposed to come out on Thursdays. But I really feel like drawing a picture of Batman. <laughs> All right, this one is called uh, Hanson's. Is that Chris Hansen, the uh, pedophile buster? Anyway, Hansen's Natural Cane Soda. Creamy fruit beer with real cane sugar. Uh-oh, red flag. I think I don't like sodas with real cane sugar. All right, let's give it a shot here. 
Nah, I don't like it. Nope. Oh, James, you're just too picky. No, I'm not too picky. I can just appreciate a fine-tasting root beer. Root beer. This one has, like, too much of that. Listen, my wife doesn't like root, root beer because she claims, and I, I, know what she's, I know what she means. She claims the aftertaste is like, is like Pepto-Bismol. Bismol. Bismo? Bismol? Pepto. I'm just call it Pepto. And she's right, you know, in a sense. You do taste the kind of, there's like a, you know, there's a similarity there. And this one has a high Pepto aftertaste, if I'm going to put it so boldly. Uh, it's all right, but, you know, I will never purchase this again, which I didn't purchase in the first place because Bino brought it over. But, uh, you know, what am I going to tell you? What am I going to tell you? All natural flavors. You know what he told me? That all natural is just bullshit. That the FDA. No, is that right? Yeah, food and drunk. Yeah, food. That they that they do not regulate that term, all natural. That that doesn't mean shit, really. The only one that means anything is organic. So all natural means nothing. So don't be fooled anymore, people. Maybe you already knew that, but uh, I didn't really know that. I thought uh, I thought it, it, it you know meant something good, <laughs> but I guess not. They're all lying to us. Oh, lies after lies. Uh, so yeah, that was this week in root beer. Uh, avoid Hansen's cane soda, all natural, creamy fruit beer. If you, unless you like the after the Pepto aftertaste. All right, let's move on. Oh boy, guess what, everyone? There's a fancy new thing going on. Well, it's not new; it's a repeated thing. Uh, our friend and lover, Peterson. Peterson, son, 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 son. Uh, the host and creator and bass extraordinaire. Wait, I, I did that wrong. Let me go with bass extraordinaire first, and host and creator of the Ned Files podcast. Uh, Peterson, he's back and better than ever with uh, this year's The Hump Games. Games, games. But James, what's The Hump Games? The Hump Games is a brilliant little thing he put together, and I'm jealous that I didn't think of it first. <laughs> he has contestants, and me and uh, the Boy Wonder sidekick Lido are a part of this little game in which you pick... A female and a male of your choosing that you would desperately... <clears throat> I'm getting choked up. That you would desperately like to hump. And then you you uh, submit your pics along with some sexy pictures. And what he does is he puts them, uh, I think, randomly. I think he said his kid picked uh, names out of a hat. <laughs> Scientific. And then uh, he puts them in brackets and they got to go against each other. And you vote on who's hotter. Or who you'd like to hump more. Um, I got a problem really with, I don't really think there's like a super hot girl or guy. Like there's hot girls that I like, but there's none that are like super perfectly hot for me. Some guys go crazy over some girls, but you know, I don't know what's wrong with me. Even if like a super hot chick, there's still like things I'll pick out wrong about them. And I have no fucking right to do this. Who am I? Everyone's just human and has their flaws and all that shit, right? But I don't know. It's this weird thing where I can't really pick out the hottest chick or uh, who's my who's my favorite hottest chick or even guy for that matter. Hey, I'm comfortable with my sexuality. I can I can say if a guy's hot. God damn it. And there's just 
Dude, and it's weird doing the research to look for hot guys. <laughs> Y'all even typed in hottest male celebrities. And you look through the list and it's like, he's all right, but, you know, he's not going to be my pick. And then you keep going through and it's like, yeah, he's okay. And uh, like, nah, I don't, he's overrated. Oh, he's cute. <laughs> so I'm going through all these people. Last year, I picked the John Stamos from his full house days when he had like that great hair. <laughs> and I don't want to win. Uh, I don't want to winning at all. You think he got voted at like the second round. <laughs> and uh, so, and then Peterson has this weird thought that I'm like in love with Hugh Jackman. Uh, he's an attractive dude. But he's also weird looking, if you ask me. He's actually kind of really creepy looking in some roles, especially on uh, Les Miserables. He looked fucking weird in that movie. But um, attractive guy, good looking dude. He looked great in Australia. Oh, I love that beard on him. He looked just so rugged, like he could take me. <laughs> so uh, I went for a, like I went for like a pretty boy type this time. And also, I don't know. Like a like a five o'clock shadowy beardy kind of guy, you know. I like those guys. <laughs> so uh, I was looking through all these pictures, and I stumbled upon this dude. You're probably gonna fucking hate me and think he's a douchebag, you know. I don't really even know anything about him. I know nothing about him, but I seen him. I'm like, oh, he's he's cute. He's dreamy. This dude named Brody Jenner. I don't know if he's related to that Jenner guy with the Kardashians, which I've never seen, but uh, I'm gonna assume he is. And good looking dude, the pictures I've seen of him. So that was my pick. Let's see how far I get with him. My chick is, uh, and she's even like a little bit weird to me at times, but you know, whatever. Her name is Ariane Celeste, the ring girl for UFC. Beautiful woman. Uh, but at times, something weird about her. I don't know. Maybe she just has her non-photogenic days. I, I'm not judging. Yes, you are, James. That's what the whole point of this is. <laughs> I guess you're right. So we'll see how far I get in there. Uh, I guess I could read you the whole list of everybody, but I won't do that because I had to look for it and stuff, and I'm far too lazy for that. But uh, all right. So the hump games, get on that shit. It's fun. You can watch everyone's uh, progress and see who's getting eliminated. You can even vote yourself. Look at that. I think it's uh, facebook.com slash the net files and Instagram at the net files. Yeah, check that out. Root for me and Lido. Oh, yeah, Lito picked the Harrison Ford from Indiana Jones, of course. And he picked Katy Perry. She's old news. She's old news. But uh, there you go. Peterson, look at you. Bringing sexy back, so to speak. Hump games. And I, I like when Peterson goes, Let the hump games begin. <laughs> Whatever he says. Let the hump games commence. Uh, all right. Uh, speaking of Peterson, that fuck face. Uh, we talked about darkness before. I mentioned darkness. There's been a whole lot of darkness talk the last few shows, right? This fucking guy has the audacity to tell me that uh, besides my motorcycle, like crippling paralysis for that year, that I really have no reason to be dark still. I'm just an angry, bitter asshole or whatever he called me. I told my stupid gay story last uh, episode. And uh, I'm not fucking competing for darkest of all time. All I was saying was, you know, I have some darkness and there's a, some some goddamn reasons behind it. I'm not competing with anyone. And he th seems to think if your parents are together and they love each other, you have no right to be dark. 
But uh, Peterson, I got to tell you something. You and I are nothing compared to the guy I met last week. All right, I met this dude. He was telling me we were just talking. Uh, I had to go to his place to do some work. I won't tell you what because it's none of your goddamn business. But uh, the guy was just nuts. And I will tell you what he told me right after this commercial break. Try Hanson's Natural Cane Soda. It's creamy root beer with real cane sugar. <laughs> All right, we're back. Um, I met this dude. I knock on his door. He opens the door. And I just immediately have this uh, overwhelming negative stench. This foul aroma emitting from his, from his house, right? And he has his door open a little bit. And... And he's talking to me and stuff. And then I'm looking down. I have my, my shades on. So I'm able to like look down. He can't even tell. <laughs> and uh, he's got like, he's got like these like newspaper type deals, like all over the floor. Like coming out the door and shit. It's like, oh, that's weird. And he goes, oh, I forgot about you. My dog just passed away. I go, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I just don't know what to do. Oh man, it's, I've just been a mess. My my dog passed away. And the guy was going on and on. And it was just fucking awkward. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that, sir. So anyways, he just rambles on for a while. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just going on and on. I know you don't want to hear about all this. So let me just, let me just let you get to work and get your, and get your stuff done. I'm like, all right. So I go to the area I've got to be. And I start doing my shit. And he stands there the whole time next to me. And he's just talking. Yeah, so... My dog passed away. <laughs> and I felt bad, dude, because you can tell the guy was kind of uh, a little slow. And, uh, you know, and all of a sudden he just jumps to a whole different topic of, yeah, my dog passed away. So, you know, I was abused as a kid. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck just happened? What was that? And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to keep busy. I'm like, oh, yeah, really? Oh, that's, I'm sorry to hear that. That's horrible. That's terrible. And he goes, yeah, well. So uh, my, my, my brother, when I was young, uh, uh, and I'm like, oh, where are you from? Just trying to like, hopefully he'll <laughs> be talking about other stuff, you know, start getting uh, sidetracked and avoid this whole topic. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm from Los Angeles area. I was born and raised in California. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Anyway, so my brother was, uh, <laughs> he was a real, he, he was a real bad, bad guy. Oh, let me tell you. He was a he was a smart aleck. He would he would mouth off to everybody, my parents, and he was a bad kid. Or he would do bad things around the house, and then he would he would leave the house, and when my father would get home from work, he wouldn't be around, and so my father would be angry seeing what he'd done, and and he and he would come after me, and I was like, oh, that's that's horrible, yeah, and and my father he was an angry man, and he would come home and and he would he would beat me up, and I would. I would get severely beaten, severely beaten, like every three weeks. And, uh, you know, and he would only hit me. And I was, <clears throat> I was thinking right away, he's going to say his stomach, you know, because that doesn't leave any bruising. But this fucking guy goes, he would only hit me. He'd punch me in, in the face and the chest. And I was like, fuck. Oh, man. And I just like stop what I'm doing. I look at him like, are you, are you kidding me? No. And he would, and he was a left-handed, so when he'd hit me, it would always be my right, my right side. He goes, and as a result, 
now I have permanent, uh, I can't see really out of my right eye. And it's like, fuck, man. Oh, it was nuts. It was, it was so sad hearing this dude. And, you know, and, and he goes, my brother would never get it. Just me. I was the one he took his anger out on. And, you know, and, and my mother would keep me home. Uh, you know, I, I got a C in PE because my mother would keep me home from school so that they wouldn't see my bruising. And she would tell me that it's not because my father would get in trouble because they report him to police. It was because she didn't want me to be embarrassed from the bruising in my face. But, you know, I think I think it's because he would have gotten in trouble. It's like, oh, Christ. This is fucking rough. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Peterson. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I guess that's real anger, all right? Yeah, your parents got divorced. Boo-hoo. I was paralyzed for a year. Boo-hoo. Yeah, I guess we both uh, have no right, all right? This guy, this guy had it fucking rough. And you can tell he was, well, I mean, come on. He's all brain damaged. And he can't see straight. So I guess he's the winner. Now, I know I know people have a way worse than uh, everybody. You know, there's always the worst cases and all that shit. But that just was fun. It was funny and not funny haha, just funny strange because we were talking about this for so long. And all of a sudden I meet this dude and he tells me a story. And it's like, yeah, that's real fucking, I guess real darkness comes from there. I guess you're right, Peterson. I'm dark, but uh, I'm just bitching mostly. We all got it rough, I guess. But I'm still dark. <laughs> but yeah, that was fucked up. Uh, anyway, let's let's move on to something else depressing. Uh, I've just been a little sad because my good friend Bino, um, he's moving again. Uh, but James, where's he moving to again? He's going to Korea. Oh my God, James. South Korea? No, North Korea. The good one. Oh, that's good news. No, it's not good news. He's still leaving and going far away. He'll be back, James. Look on the bright side. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I think this is it. Uh, last time he went for a couple years, now he's uh, going back for, I think, five years. And then he said, like, oh, indefinitely. And uh, that he's talking about. Save you money and then buying a fucking small cottage in Italy and just not working. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, I figure I'm going to get a place in the, in, the, in beautiful countryside and just not work. <laughs> I start laughing. He's like, really? I just, I don't fuck. I hate working. I was like, yeah, I guess I, we all hate it. He's like, no, I fucking hate it. I just don't want to do it no more. As soon as I can not do it, I'm not going to. It's like, damn, this guy's fucking awesome. You know, he's, he's really, he's really doing it. And, uh. I'm sad because I'm losing a good dude. Really good dude. I'm losing my friends one by one. Ugh. What can I tell you? It's a weird time, weird age. I've lost a, a handful of friends for just being fucking retards. Cutting the negative out. And now I'm lo I'm losing good ones for no good goddamn reason. Other than they want to move. And uh, make good money and help people. Selfish, if you ask me. <laughs> anyway. Uh, good luck to Bino, man. He's a Danger alumni. He's been on the show a few times. Funny fucking guy. Really good dude. And it's really sad because he is like a really genuinely great person. So, oh man. And I feel bad because I haven't hung out with him too much the last year since he's been back. 
Just fucking life got in the way. Okay, I'm not making excuses. Uh, I feel like a dickhead of a friend. But, you know, you get in your cycles where, you know, I've been going through some real shit, okay? All this dark stuff has been happening to me (laughs) that I'm not going to talk about. But if you've been paying attention, you probably have a good idea. But uh, it's been a rough year. And I feel bad that he's leaving and I kind of fucked that up. Oh, boy, listen to me sobbing hysterically. Let's move on to something happy. Uh, Oh, on a brighter note, Bino's wife says she likes Korea because she can walk around at any hour in the evening and feel safe. And I was like, what are you talking about? She said, yeah, you can walk around in the middle of the fucking night by yourself as a girl and not worry about getting raped or uh or or mugged i was like are you kidding why they're like because they're just they're just good people over there (laughs) like what like yeah if you forget if you like leave your wallet at a restaurant like like 99.9 percent of the fucking time it's going to be sitting there when you go back and it's like why didn't you take it well it's not mine why would i take it (laughs) it's like jesus that's fucking awesome and like apparently there's no guns People don't have any guns and there's no drugs being... Uh, I told him, like, it's kind of hard to believe there's no drugs being passed around. He's like, no, nah, man, I don't think there is. No drugs. The thing is about Koreans, though, is a bunch of drunks and a lot of drinking going on because a big part of it is uh, they got this belief where... And he's he told us before on the, on the old show, but this is for you new listeners, if there are any, that uh, in Korea, if you go out with your boss in like a like a business type meeting, and you go out to have dinner and you drink and shit. If he if he uh, offers you a drink, it's considered rude and like disrespectful to deny it. So you had you have to take it. And a lot of times they'll just fuck with you to try to get you loaded, like because they know you can't deny. <laughs> so he said you'll see like a bunch of dudes in business suits uh, just like passed out in the street or in the subways and shit. That's fucking crazy. But uh and on top of that, we've got a high suicide suicide rate. <laughs> uh there's a whole story there. He went into it, but you know, basically to sum it up, uh they're very closed off kind of people, you know. I don't think it's cool to be gay over there, if you know what I mean. And uh also there's a whole deal with like if you fuck up, you bring shame to your family and dishonor and all that shit. So a lot of people just kill themselves so they don't bring shame to their family. Fucking nuts. I actually knew a guy. I didn't really know him too well. When I was in high school, he fucking blew his brains out. This kid. Real small Asian kid because he, you know, he didn't get the good enough grades. Fucking shot himself in the head at his house. I got to tell you, if I was living in Korea or if the U.S. was like that Korean ways, I would have killed myself many times by now. <laughs> Seriously. I've fucked up so many times and brought in brought enough uh, shame to myself and my family that, uh, yeah, I deserve many suicides. <laughs> but oh well. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's move on. Oh, speaking of Asian. Oh, my God, James, that's racist. No, it ties into my next story. That's all. My wife and I and the kids went to a Chinese, our favorite Chinese restaurant recently. <clears throat> we get the same shit we go every time. But uh, the woman brings, they, they know that we're not... <laughs> We're not hip. And so they don't even bring us the chopsticks anymore. They give us our, our forks. <laughs> it's like, ah, these fucking Americans. And they give us our our, uh, our our straws with our drinks because, you know, she asked for straws for her and the kids. And they just bring me one anyway. And, you know, I fucking use it. I'm not going to lie about it. 
So we're those people. But the last time I was there, uh, they bring us the the utensils, and the fork has like like old dried up food on it. And I just go, ah! I tell my wife, this is fucking gross. I can't use this. And it's weird because the restaurant, like the the waitress, like hardly speaks any English. And it's like I don't want to have that weird, like, oh, can you get me a new one? It's like, huh, what? So I was like, fuck, how do I? I was like, should I just use it? <laughs> She's like, if you want to. And she made this face. I'm like, nah. Why did I even think about that? There's no fucking way I'm gonna use this dirty. Old crusty food fork. And uh, so I'm like, all right, I got to think of a plan. Because I'm too much of a bitch just to, just to say like, excuse me, bring me a new fork at once. I am paying top dollar. No, nah, not top dollar, but you know. I'm fucking a uh, paying customer. It's like, you know, give me a new fork, bitch. <laughs> so uh, I came up with this plan. She was She was clearing the table across from us. And so I purposely, but it looks like an accident. Dropped my fork on the floor. Right when she was close enough so it would make a big loud noise. And she'd be like, oh. And it worked like a charm. Oh, I got a new one. She picks it up. I'm like, yes, it fucking worked. She brought me a new fork. And that was only had a little tiny bit of food on it. Not much. And uh, I was happy. I was a happy boy. <laughs> no, it was like water stains. But, you know. You know. But uh, speaking of that. So it got me thinking. I used to manage a bar. Uh, if you were an old listener, you know all about that. But this place was a fucking dump. All right, mom and pop sh- uh, set up, not a not a name brand place at all. Fucking <laughs> dive bar, and it was a shit hole. All right, it was it was closed down for a long time before I got into it, and so it was all rustic, if you want to call it that. Just gross, gross. I'm telling you, I, I can't stress gross enough. And so we had to have the health inspector come in and like, you know, and uh, go over everything and inspect all that shit and give us a grade and see if we can even open. And so we had to have like different things put in like a, you know, hot water heater and all that shit because someone stole it. <laughs> but this place was fucking nasty. Right? It, needed a, it, needed a, it needed to be like knocked to the floor and then rebuilt. It was so fucking gross. I can't stress it enough. It was built like in the 50s or 60s or some shit, and, and, and all everything was the same, same equipment. So uh, the day the health inspector's coming, like I'm trying my best to clean. I'm trying my damnedest, and it's fucking dark in there. The lighting is horrible, so you can barely see, and I'm hoping that's going to work to my advantage. So I'm cleaning whatever I can and trying to do a good job. And there was always this weird smell. And uh, I've smelled dead rats, and it's fucking horrible, but there's, this was a little different. It was always there. It was a little gross, but it wasn't that bad. And so the health inspector, I never, I never could find out the origin of that smell. And so the fucking day the health inspector comes to look through everything, the R, she's the woman, she's going through all this shit. And, uh, and I noticed right when they like, when she's coming in, I noticed, um, take it back, dude. I'm, I finally go to this drain. I almost fucked with the whole story. I go to this drain that that it doesn't even it's not even operable because the sink above it is not even working. So I never even bothered to check the drain that has like a like a metal cover on it. But I fucking lift up the drain real quick because I'm like, gosh, she might look in here. And there's a dead rat, a big giant fucking rat 
but it's not it's like been there for a long time because the inside's all hollowed out <laughs> it's the dead shell of a rat and as soon as I find it the fucking there's a knock at the door for the health lady to be let in and I was like fuck and I had no time to grab it so I just did what any self-respecting American would do I just put the cover back over it and hope she wouldn't find it <laughs> so she's going through the whole place right and I was like oh please don't find it please don't look down there and then she fucking finds it <laughs> and she's like oh god you gotta get you gotta get rid of that I was like oh wow she didn't didn't really make a big deal out of it I guess maybe because we didn't serve food but my, my point is if I was able to get a B rating at that at that bar and it was a fucking shithole. I can imagine what these other places got going on. You know? I just started like, I seen the food on the fork. It's like, what else they got going back there? Ugh. I think, I think that the, the key is not to think about it too much. Because <laughs> then you start ruining it for yourself. But uh, yeah, there you go. Next time you go to a place and it looks a little dirty, just, just imagine what's going on back there in the kitchen. Oh, boy. All right. Speaking of food, I've been doing a lot of barbecuing lately. A lot of uh, a lot of taco taco overload, people. I I think I've literally had tacos every day this week since since Sunday, and it's Friday today. I'm not fucking around. <laughs> Sunday we had a, a get together at the at a park nearby. My all my uh, family. I mean, sorry, not all my family. The allied forces. <laughs> the allies. We got together. The axis of evil was not was not present that day. Uh, if you're a listener, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, so yeah, it was fucking great, man. It was great. Go to the park, play my ladder ball. You ever play ladder ball? It's a great fucking game. What's ladder ball, James? Do you climb up on a ladder and throw a ball? No, you idiot. Ladder ball is uh, the PVC type pipes and you you have you assemble them you can buy it at like walmart for i think it's 20 bucks you assemble uh two little pvc or they're kind of big pvc type deals and they have three rungs on them they're all different colors and you have these like uh plastic balls filled with sand and they have a string connected and like like uh, i don't know fucking uh, i think i think it's a scottish originated game scotland uh, it has the two balls with the connected by a string, and you fucking toss the uh, toss them, and you try to hook them on each rung, and each one's a different color and worth a certain amount of points. It's fucking great. So yeah, man, doing that, having food, bullshitting with the family, throwing the football is fucking awesome. Uh, and then Monday, I had Bino and his wife over because you know they're leaving, they wanted to hang out before they take off. So I uh, had a barbecue, had them come over. Uh, that was fucking awesome, dude. Good to see that guy every time. And then I'll take it back Tuesday. Tuesday I didn't have tacos. <laughs> no, I did have that. I did have tacos. It was leftovers. Leftover meat that was already made. And then Wednesday I had Gaspoy over. I barbecued some more because my dad wound up stopping by on the way to work, like, hey, we got too much meat for the barbecue on Sunday. You here, have some, make it. And so I already bought meat on Monday, so I had extra meat that he brought. It's like, fuck, more tacos. So, uh, and I did, they've just been getting better and better. I've been perfecting them. God, I got to open my own fucking taco business. I'm telling you, uh, I'm, I'm finding the right combinations of shit. And, uh, 
Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's all I got to tell you. I'm going to be a giant fat fuck if I keep eating like this. But it's worth it. Summertime. But, uh... <laughs> oh, good news. Last episode, my, my fuck you moment was the situation of losing your spot, right? Your favorite spot, no matter what it is. Mine happened to be the meat guy. They closed down. So... I go to this other place, my plan B backup meat spot. It's actually like a, it's that shit called Gonzalez Northgate supermarket, like a Mexican place. That's the place I've found that's, uh, the meat's pretty, you know, it's pretty tasty, whatever. Doesn't compare to the other people, but what are you going to do? So I'm there and the fucking guy that used to work at the other place is working there. The young kid. He's like in his thirties and he's like, hey, hey, I recognize you. And I was like, what? I'm like, what happened to that place? Oh, man, they raised the rent. He's like, so my dad said, fuck that. <laughs> but he says they worked something out where they're going to reopen in September. And I was so excited. The spot's coming back, everybody. I was only sad for a little while. Isn't that wonderful? It's a danger miracle. Miracle. Thank you, zombie Jesus. You're working in mysterious ways. Getting me my meat. Oh, James, you just love your meat. Oh, you are one to talk. James, what are you implying? Nothing. So yeah, he's back. Well, he will be in September, so I just got to wait a little bit longer. And uh, once again, I had some tacos Thursday and today. <laughs> What's on the menu tomorrow, James? <laughs> uh, I think I have like two more tacos left in the fridge, and that's about it. And then I'll be sad. But uh, speaking of that, oh man, I am I am excited. All this barbecuing is getting me excited because the Manfest twenty. Hold on, hold on. Manfest twenty fourteen. Manfest twenty fourteen, baby dolls. I booked the campsite. But James, what's Manfest? I thought you never asked. Manfest is where me and my buddies get together in the woods, and we. Barbecue, we eat like kings, we drink like fish, we, we uh, do other stuff, and we, we play ladder ball, <laughs> throw the football, we, have, we go hiking and shit, it's fucking great, and we do other stuff, but then, uh, you know, we have, we have a blast. But James, I thought, I thought you were living the sober life now. Oh, oh, that's right. I told you uh, the cliffhanger last week I would I would resolve this issue with you. That's right, James. You did. Are you are you telling me you're not sober anymore, James? I lasted five months. Oh James. How could you do this to me? I'm not doing anything to you, I'm doing it to myself. But it affects me, James. Why can't you think of other people? <laughs> I went five good months, goddammit. And the reason I stopped <laughs> Is I had a beer with Bino, had a few beers, because he brought some beer over and he's leaving. And I said, ah, fuck it. <laughs> he didn't know my situation, and uh, you know we used to drink beers uh, every time I'd see him. We, you know, a few beers. He's not really a heavy drinker, but you know I want to have a beer with my friend before he leaves for fucking maybe forever. I have no idea. You know, take it back. I'm gonna fucking make it a point to get at my ass to Korea. He, he was insistent. He's like, yeah, come out, man. Come out whenever you can. 
I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. When am I ever going to go to Korea? I got to take the opportunity for free room and board. <laughs> I have to. And it would be great to go there and already know somebody. <clears throat> and you can show us around and stuff. That'd be fucking cool. I'm going to make it happen in the next few years. Got to do it. And I will do it. So, yeah, I'll see. I'll see that dude again. And I want to I want to I want him to take me on a, on a Korean business trip, if you know what I mean. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I pretty much I'm not uh, I, I toned it way fucking down, way down. Honestly, there was an incident that took place. If you're a listener, you probably know. Maybe you don't. Uh, it doesn't matter. But uh, there was an incident and a couple incidents, actually. And it stopped. It got me to stop drinking. I was I was a. Uh, Sick of myself and my ways. Like, as long as I just don't become a fucking madman. Like I used to. Like, I'm party mode and shit. I want to I prove to myself and everybody. <laughs> make it seem like I'm some maniac. I'm just talking about a few people that are very close to me. Mostly my fucking wife. She's the one that had the most of, most of the problem with it. Because, you know, I would turn into a, sometimes an asshole. And she's the one always around. So, she's seen it the most. So I got to stop that shit. And I've made the, I've made like a pact with myself. Not even a pact. It's like I'm Dexter. I have a code. You know, I, I, can't, I can't get out of hand. I got to keep myself in check. There's a monster in me. And I have to control him. Dodge Grand Caravan. It's the right tool for the job. <laughs> Michael C. Hall. You sell out. So that's my decisions. Because we're going to the concert at the, at the Hollywood Bowl. Where you're allowed to bring your own booze. And yeah, I'm going to fucking, I want to enjoy that, you know, that having box seats and I want to take some fancy food and some wine, enjoy myself with my wife and be, and be a gentleman, fucking have a couple glasses and be done with it. Easy as that, right? I'd like to go to a, a football game or I mean to go watch one with Monkey Boy, <gasps> have one beer, two beers and be done. Enjoy the, the company and just not be on party mode. Now, I know what you're thinking. You don't know what I'm possibly thinking, James. Why don't you uh, give me a, you know, okay, go ahead. What do you think I'm thinking? What do you think I think you're thinking? Is that right? It's just, it's, this is the beginning, James. And it's just slowly going to get out of hand. Uh-huh, I knew it. Is that what you thought? That's what I thought. You thought. I thought you thought. But uh, yeah, uh, no, I was already getting tired of it in my 20s. I told myself once I'm 30, it just seems like you got to be grown up now, you know, and I'm 30 now and uh, I don't want to be a fucking crazy drinker. I used to be. Well, I mean, I would just I wouldn't be a crazy drinker. It just when I would drink, it would be party mode. Like I want to keep going. So, I mean, I wouldn't have I would have like a problem where I fucking oh, I got to drink every day. But when I would, I would just uh. You know, I don't want to have a great fucking time and then I wouldn't know when to stop. That's all over now because I'm a responsible 30-something-year-old adult. <laughs> all right, now, now you know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! Yeah, so there you have it. I went back on all my words. Nah, I, I got to keep with the code. You know what? I know what you're all thinking. You know what? I'll, you know, fuck all you guys, okay? I know what you're, you're all rolling your eyes. I knew this was happening. I knew he was going to start up again. He can't handle it. He can't control himself. Yeah. I saw this coming. That's not the case, though. I'm, uh, I'm grown up now. I'm smart. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta play it smart. I gotta make good decisions and stop being a fuckhead. And do not let party mode take over ever again.
All right, I could be an, I could be a, a gentleman and hang out, have a couple of drinks, and be done with it, and enjoy myself. I've learned that about myself over these last five six months. <laughs> so yeah, don't cry for me. And uh, yeah, Jesus Christ, uh, whatever. So back to camping. So yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to this because it just seems like recently there's just it's been uh, very stressful. A lot of shits going on. Uh, just everything's been fast paced. Uh, just all like, I'm super tired. I, I get like no sleep, and I'm just fucking ready. I'm ready to go in the woods and just sit down in my big oversized comfy chair and just sit there and listen to nothing. Just the wind blowing through the trees, the birds singing in the in the distant background, and that's it. Oh, no fucking phones. Reception is no good up there for me. Can't get internet connection. So that's not even, that's no distraction. No distractions. I mean, I love my kids and all that, but no, no kids whining, complaining, asking for something. Just peace. You know, hanging out with the guys and fucking around, but you know. <laughs> so, oh, man, I'm looking forward to that. And more barbecuing. More tacos. So uh, there you go. All right, let's move on now to Stranger Danger. People are strange when you're a stranger. All right, thank you, Jim Morrison. That was lovely. Uh, once again, Stranger Danger is a category that I lump in together a bunch of unrelated shit, uh, only related because they're probably weird or somewhat strange. Ah, look at that. So uh, this is a small, small list this time. No big deal. First one, this is strange, hmm? Uh, smart car tipping. You heard about this? It's like, uh, well, it's like cow tipping, but with uh, cars. <laughs> and I never, I never tried cow tipping. I never was in an area where I had easy access to cows. And if I was, I never had the urge to go <laughs> into a field and try to push them over and risk getting shot at by some crazy redneck with a shotgun. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get, uh, you, you've seen Tommy Boy, right? When he's explaining, like, what is this? He's, he's like, you know, you, you hit them, and they fall over. <laughs> and the guy's like, that's it? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so this is taking that, sort of, and you, you find these smart cars, these fucking ridiculous looking cars. You know, you've seen them. Looks like a roller skate. They're really tiny. Um, probably the smallest cars that are around. They've got like no trunk. They've got like no back seat. It's basically a chair or two chairs and a steering wheel. And you're sitting on top of four wheels. So they're these like assholes. It's got to be young guys too, you know? They've spotted like a, a group of six to eight of them in San Francisco. Uh-oh. Oh my God, James. I love San Francisco. Oh, you don't got to tell me. Everyone knows that. James, what are you implying? Nothing. So uh, six to eight guys, they're wearing hoodies. They were spotted by eyewitness. They, they walk around, they find smart car, cars, and they lift them up, and they turn them on their back, or they turn them on their side, and that's it. And the next morning, the people come outside, and their car is all fucked up. It's mean, but there is something fucking hilarious about it. <laughs> but it's, it's really, really, really mean. 
Yeah. Can you imagine coming outside in the morning and you're like running late to work and your car's on its side? And then the, and the news comes and they, and they film your shit. And like, well, imagine all your friends watching the news like, ah, you dick, your car was in the fucking TV. The same stupid bumper sticker baby on board, whatever the hell you got. So, yeah, that's going on. Uh, next up, <laughs> I guess the, the moral of the story is don't get a smart car or don't live in San Francisco. And if you if you have the two, you better look over your shoulder. They're coming. They're coming for you. Now, I wonder if that's going to like translate into other parts of the country. I don't know. Maybe someone with a smart car killed one of their parents. And like now they'd have like a vendetta for, for smart cars. <laughs> anyway. Uh, next up. Oh, this is a dumb one. A nine-month-old baby was charged with murder. But James, how's that even possible? I don't know. Listen to this nonsense. So, you know, I don't know if this is all true. I read this off a website. And, you know, websites aren't always true. <laughs> this happened in Pakistan. This family, I guess, didn't pay their gas bill for a while. And so, uh, I guess it's... I guess it's... Uh, I don't know. I guess they, the gas company brings police to their house. Maybe because they don't want no incident. If they're going to shut them off and lock up their uh, their gas. They want the police to make sure everyone is safe and in orderly fashion. So they go there. And apparently the family starts throwing rocks. They, could, they say they were stoning them. But uh, I guess the, the rumor is... Uh, they're, they're, or, oh, sorry. Allegedly... The family was throwing rocks at the at the cops, and they're saying the baby was part of the family, so the baby's getting fucking uh, baby's getting taken in too. You believe that a nine month old? So they took the kid to jail. They fucking they fingerprinted him. He was charged and he was arrested. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. That's a new low, dude. Come on. Come on. Nine months old. They can't figure out shit at nine months old. They can, they, if they're lucky, they can walk. That's about it. What they, they can barely even talk. Christ. Tempted murder. Really? If this shit fucking holds any water, I'm going to shit myself. I would literally shit myself. Nah, not really. Figuratively. Uh, Here we go. Next up. Man, I'm kind of like dragging today, huh? I'm sorry. I'm just like... All the enthusiasm kind of got sucked out of me. I don't know what it is. Maybe because it's Good Friday. <laughs> Zombie Jesus is not condoning my wicked, wicked ways. Anyway, so next up, uh, last one. Oh, Bino told me about this. Before he left me forever. Uh, there's, there's, this, <laughs> there's this talk that in the future, I don't know how far in the future they're talking about this, but they have. They can come up with the with a technology. Hold on, let me pull up this little fucking story here, where they for like prisoners that are gonna go into jail for a long time, they can they can do this mind trick. I think with some kind of. Let me see what it says here. Some kind of drug that they give to the prisoner, and it it makes their mind feel like they're in prison for 1,000 years when in fact it's only eight and a half hours. Can you fucking believe that? This drug supposedly makes your mind believe 
it's locked like you've been locked up for a thousand you you go and experience a thousand years within the eight and a half hour span that's incredible let me read you this little a few things here Future biotechnology could be used to trick a prisoner's mind into thinking they have served a 1,000-year sentence, a group of scientists have claimed. Philosopher Rebecca Roach is in charge of a team of scholars focused upon the ways futuristic technologies might transform punishment. Dr. Roach claims the prison sentence of serious criminals could be made worse by extending their lives. Speaking to Aeon Magazine, Dr. Roach said drugs could be developed to distort prisoners' minds into thinking time was passing more slowly. There are a number of psychoactive drugs that distort people's sense of time. So you could imagine developing a pill or a liquid that made someone feel like they were serving a 1,000-year sentence, she said. So fucking evil. <laughs> that, why is it going to be a 1,000 years? Why can't it be like a 100? That won't be good enough? I got to tell you, man, if this winds up happening, this is going to ruin everything. If, if someone goes and, and literally, literally believes they've been in prison for 1,000 years, can you imagine what, what effects they would have on their mind? You know, they come back, it's been eight and a half hours, but in their world, in their mind, it's been 1,000 years. How can they possibly have any real uh, attachment to reality at all and not question everything from then on if, it, if it's real or not that's what i would do if suddenly like okay here's you're gonna go to jail for a thousand years i'm gonna give you this drug and it really feels like it's been that long it's just torturous hell you know sitting in a fucking cell and uh then you come out and it's been like eight hours only. It's the same day that you that you left, you know, bunny ears that you left. No matter, nothing you would tell me would seem real. And I, I would probably not ever believe anything again. That's dangerous in itself, I think. Jesus Christ, kill all fucking sense of reality. That's, uh, that's once they started, oh, man, I realized, I was talking to, uh, to my buddy ass boy. I realized that my biggest fear I used to say it was the ocean. <laughs> My biggest fear is probably losing your mind. But what is... Ah, oh man, this is going to get real fucking heavy. But what is your mind? You know, what is reality? You know? I don't fucking know. That's Yeah, that's that's a whole different conversation. But I'm just saying, that's a scary thought. Like, you know, people that have Alzheimer's, that's... Oh, man. That's terrifying. And you have no idea what's going on. Imagine that shit. So yeah, once they start messing with your brain, I'm out. Don't be don't be messing with people's fucking brains. Don't try to rewire stuff, okay? Don't try to don't try to fuck with them. Don't try to give them some pill. It's gonna, uh, you know, well, unless it's a uh, recreational use. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Come on, don't start fucking with people's minds. That's that's the end right there. Well, they've already been doing it, but you know what I mean. Come on, don't make it. Don't make it so. Keep doing it secretly in your labs, but uh, don't don't make it mainstream. God, that's fucking terrifying. All right, let's close this shit out, shall we? With a little something I like to call, I fancy that. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's 
I fancy that. Fancy, fancy times, boys and girls. All right, here's a fancy one for you. This is a good one. Uh, my dad. Oh, James, that's so lovely. Well, it's my dad in the sense where, uh, <laughs> not just my dad in general, but I mean, there's something about an aspect about him that I enjoy, and that is. It's it's actually it's like it's annoying at the same time, but it's just funny as shit. Okay, James, just spit it out. Sorry. All right, all right. So every time I'm over their place, and he wants me to do go somewhere with him real quick, he's like, "Hey, come with me over here real quick." I know it's gonna be three hours. I know it for sure. It happens every time. Let's go to Home Depot real quick. And I always tell him the same shit. A three-hour tour. No, 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 no. Real quick. And then we want him getting sidetracked. We want him doing this. We want him being there. Oh, let's go look at this real quick. Uh, let's stop looking at the new trucks. <laughs> Even though he's not going to buy one, he just wants to look at them. My point is, dude, Like every time we do something, it's like a little fucking adventure. And I'm just laughing the whole time. And uh, it gives me it gives me a little fucking cheap thrill. I don't know. So the the latest adventure, let me tell you about it. I was over there. Uh, he wanted me to come do some work for him, and then you know it's the morning time. Hey, let's. I gotta take the the lawnmower to get it fixed. There's a place down the street. Come with me. I was like, Are you sure you don't you want me to get busy? I was like, Well, you're you know you're my boss. You're paying me today, so uh, you want me to come with you or go do some work? Nah, just come with me. I, I want to spend some time with you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, I tell him. A three-hour tour. No, 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 no. Real quick. So, of course, we loaded the lawnmower. He wants to get it. Like, I guess the pull cord broke and it, the whole thing got unraveled inside. So, we drive like down the street where he thought this lawnmower place was. And actually, it was there, to be honest. And we go in there. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, that's going to be about $40. And he's like, he's like, oh, okay. Uh, Okay, well, let me think about it. We go back to the truck. This guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> he goes, that much money just to fix the pull cord. Da, 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 da. So we leave. And uh, that dude didn't even have an, a mechanic there anyway. So we start driving. We just start driving around aimlessly. I think I saw another place over here. We're just driving around. No, no, I guess I was wrong. And I just uh, I tell him, a three-hour tour. He goes, no, no. And, uh... He's like, take your phone out. Look for a lawnmower fixing place. And so I'm looking, and uh, my phone's being fucking wacky. I have bad reception, so I can't find anything. Use my phone. So I use his phone. I find this dude. I'm like, it's got no address, but but uh, it's got good reviews. And so we call him, and it winds up being a dude working out of his house. And he's like, you know, the guy's like, I can come to you, but it's like when I got to drive to you, it's like it's like 60 bucks tacked on automatically. For the trouble and for the gas and all that bullshit, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, well, I can go to you. So we want him going, and he tells us to go to his house. And so uh, he gives us the, the directions, and my dad's like, yeah, I know where that is. And so I'm kind of like halfway paying attention, and he tells him the address is like uh, uh, 5757 or something like that. And then, you know, we get off, and then uh, my dad's like, was it a right? I'm like, no, he said left. So we get to the fucking street. And then he goes, did he say five seven five seven or five seven five five or five seven five seven seven or whatever the fuck he said? He mixed all the numbers around. I'm like, uh, well, now that you've said all that, now I'm confused. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to call him back. I'll sound like an idiot. 
And then uh, so I'm like, well, how about we do this? The guy said he's got a white picket fence. What if we find the 775, whatever it is, and we look at it. If there's not a picket fence, we'll try the 575, whatever it was. He's like, all right. So we go to the fucking first house, and wouldn't you believe it's got a white fence? He's like, well, that doesn't look like it'd be that lawnmower guy. And it's like, well, I don't know. And then he's like, let's go try the other one. We, we drive down the, st- <clears throat> the street. I'm laughing the whole time. We go to the other one. But next door, there's a dude. He's in the front yard. He's got two lawnmowers. He's got a weed whacker. And he's got a blow, like a, the blower. And uh, he's out there. And, and he's like, he's working on one. And he's like, that must be him. So my dad pulls over. And uh, he, he rolls his window down. And he goes, hey. <laughs> And the guy, he's like, he looks up. He's like, what? He looks all like, what the fuck? What are you yelling at me for? And he goes, oh, he's like, oh excuse me. Because he realizes he was being rude. And he goes, uh, he goes, hey, are you the lawnmower man? And he goes, what? <laughs> he goes, the lawnmower man. He goes, no. What are you talking about? I start laughing my ass off. And uh, he was like, oh, sorry. We drive away. And my dad's like, ah, 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 ah. And I was just like, what are the odds? And so we, anyway, we find that dude's house. It wound up being like the second one, like the seven something. Ah, fucking whatever. I forgot. I told you. I forgot. So we go in there. <laughs> the guy tells us the back end and stuff. We take the fucking uh, lawnmower out. We go inside his backyard because his, his garage is like detached in the back of the house, the back, <clears throat> the backyard. So he's like, uh, he opens the lawnmower. He's looking at it. He's like telling us exactly. This guy knew his shit. Telling us the RPMs per minute. Or sorry, that that's what that means, huh? Revolutions per minute. Telling us like how everything works, what it's supposed to do, blah, 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 blah. He's going all crazy. I was like, damn, this guy knows his shit. And you know what? This is also going to be a, fa- a double fancy, two fancies in one. Uh, when it comes to people that take so much pride in their work and if it's their business, like they just, they want to, you know, they want to provide excellent customer service and shit. This guy, let me tell you about this dude. I was just blown away. Not only did he take the the whole thing apart. And and show my dad how everything worked and how it should look and how it should be. Uh, he even like cleaned it out with his with his um, air compressor. He blew all the dirt the dirt out. And then on top of that, he said, "Oh, I found the problem, and I, I see what the coil the coil thing is all jacked." He brought out another lawnmower that he has. Took that apart to take the the piece that he needed out because he thought it might work. Then it wound up not being compatible then he put that one on the side and then he also like made some phone calls to these like a few phone calls because he couldn't find the shit to begin with and he found the part and then like after we were there for a while and like after all that he goes yeah so i didn't fix it so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna charge you anything and my dad's like what he goes uh he goes yeah he goes he's like i didn't fix it for you so i'm not gonna charge you so yeah this guy just go to him he's got the part He's like, if you want, if you want to come back and, uh, you know, and I can put it in for you or, you know, whatever you want to do, if you want to try it yourself. And then I was just like, fuck, this guy did like, it might not sound like a lot the way I explained it, but it was, he, he just really looked with the, took care and, uh, and like pride and just like slowly went through everything and like explained everything and made the fucking phone calls, tracked the part down. It was nuts. And then said he wasn't going to charge him anything. And then my dad's like, well, yeah, well, if you can do it for me. And he's like, I'll tell you what. He goes, "Uh, what if I go get it myself and 
because my dad said he has to go to sleep because he has to work that night and shit. He's like, I'll tell you what, I'll go get it. I'll come back here. You can say you can leave it here. I can uh, replace it, fix it all up, uh, get it going, blah blah blah. And then you can come pick it up. He's like for sixty bucks. And my dad's like, yeah, okay. So this dude did he did everything, all of it. He went himself, got the part, came back, put it on, cleaned the thing up, fucking shined it real good. He just Jesus Christ, it was fucking awesome. And before we left, he's like, he's like, uh, so what's your phone? He's like, the guy's like, what's your phone number? And uh, my dad's like, well, what day can I pick it up? Uh, can I pick it up Monday? And he's like, he's like, well, let me check my, he's like, let me check my phone. And he, uh, let me check my schedule. And he opens his phone. And he goes, Monday, Monday. Oh, I gotta call Depressed Jeff. And we start like, I just start laughing. I'm like, Depressed Jeff. And he goes, Oh yeah, that's my, that's my friend. He just broke up with his girlfriend, and he's real depressed. <laughs> So it was fucking cool. Anyway, so uh, we wind up, we winds up leaving the lawnmower there. We go back home or to my dad's house, and I'm not fucking around. And winds up being exactly three hours. And when, once we park in the driveway, oh, because we had to stop, and he had to go into fucking Seven Eleven and get some kind of like little snack and this and that, you know. And uh, I made him get me a Starbucks coffee for the trouble. So by the time we got home, it was three hours, and I just got three hour tour. <laughs> he goes. <laughs> so fuck man uh that was so goddamn funny and then on top of it uh we get back and he's like he's like hey you want some lunch and he's like i'll make you something i was like okay and he goes oh 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 yeah i got this he's like, i got the perfect thing for you he's like he's like, i saved it for you you'll love it and i go what and he opens the fridge and he's like digging through something and he turns around and he's holding a big fucking chorizo right by his crotch. And he's like, he points it at my face because I'm sitting down. And he goes, here it is. <laughs> it was so unexpected and so perfectly delivered. Fucking A. So. <laughs> All right. So I got one more thing related. I'm sorry. I know this is a long one. Uh, I went to a cafe. It's called Cafe Valor. It's in the West Covina Mall. Cafe Valor. This dude, I went in there. I ordered a wrap. It's like a veggie, or it's got like a, whatever. The wrap is made out of vegetables or some shit. But I, I ordered the chipotle chicken. Uh, this fucking guy, like he, he's, he's making it. I'm sitting down at the little cafe table. I'm waiting. He comes out. He comes from around. Like he doesn't mean like, go like, oh, your order's ready. This fucking guy comes out. The guy that made it himself, he walks around the counter, he walks up to me with the plate, sets it down, and it's presented so fucking beautifully. He has a wrap cut in half, one of them's, one of the halves laying down, the other one's resting on top of that with like a toothpick going through both of them. He drizzled the plate with some kind of like, um, like cayenne pepper type looking stuff, like that uh, powdery orange. And he drizzled it with some kind of like like little saucy type shit. And he, and he had like a pickle laying there and some other thing. Like it looked, I'm not fucking around. It looked like when you go to Vegas and they present this, you know, they go to those cool restaurants and they present the food all beautifully. And I was like, this fucking guy. I was like, wow. And then I ate it and it was delicious, dude. Oh, man, it was super good. And then afterwards he comes up and he's like, so what did you think? And I, and I go, you know what? I was actually going to come up to you and talk to you. He's like, oh, you were? I go, yeah, I'm like, I like your style. <laughs> he kind of smiles. And I go, man, I go, not only was the food, I'm like, you know, it's 
you have good prizes here, but you know, you have great food. And on top of it, like the way you presented it, I was like, you didn't have to do that at all. And you brought it out to me. And he's like, no, I take, I take pride. In, I love cooking for people. I lo- I, you know, I get mad if we're, if we're, if we're busy and I can't take the time that I want to make it look just right. And he goes, it, it really upsets me. And I was like, fuck, dude, this guy is the real deal. And uh, that shit just really struck me. And I, I really, I want to go back and keep supporting this dude. You know, just the pride and the craftsmanship this guy put into his fucking food. And he, go, and he even told me, I know it's just sandwiches and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, I still want it to be like perfect. I was like, damn, fuck yeah. I'm like, I'm going to tell him one about you. And so I'm using this platform to spread to the thousands of people that listen to this show. To go to West Covina Mall, Cafe Valer. <laughs> I think it's Valor. Cafe Valor. Uh, it's fucking good. It's good. It's in the south side entrance. It's not in the food court. Okay. That's all you got to know. It's by Lids. <laughs> so, to sum all that nonsense up, going on wacky misadventures with my dad, a three hour tour. And, uh, you know, having that relationship that he can shove a chorizo in my face. <laughs> and it's hilarious. And the dude who uh, took his time and used precision, dedication, love into his work, the lawnmower guy. And the dude, the same deal with the sandwich guy, the rap guy. You can't. You don't find that shit too much these days. It's just uh, hurry up and shove the food on the plate and throw it in front of you and you move along. But, you know, or even like the other people, get them in, get them out. There's not really attention to detail or craftsmanship going on anymore. anymore. So, fuck, yeah, I have to salute that. And uh, once again, my old man and craftsmanship. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time. For the darker side of life, that's right. It's time for the fuck you moments, and here we go. Fuck you! Oh yeah. Alright, here's the fuck you moment. The legendary, legendary fuck you moment. This is where I get on my soapbox and rant and rave and cry and jump up and down. And you just sit there and listen. And hopefully smile at my misery. <laughs> at the shit that bothers me. Feel sorry for me, at least. Uh, here we go. I got three real quick ones. These are really, really quick ones. First one is when I'm at a street light. All right, intersection. I'm uh, I'm at the light. You guys, if you know, if you're listeners, if you're loyal, you know one of my fucking giant pet peeves is going parking next to a person in the street light, like directly next to them, because I don't like the concept of them looking at me. Or just, I just, it's weird. It's really awkward. I don't like it. So I, I either keep them, I keep their head blocked by the frame of my car by the windshield. Or if they're behind me, I'll creep up and keep them blocked by the door frame, the car door. So I don't want the, I, I, it's weird. So fuck you to the people. And I'm, I know you've seen it too. You're sitting at the light, minding your own business. And they just like pull up. Like, let's say you're the first one in the in the line. They pull up right next to you and stare at you right away. It's like, what what what's the point? Like you've just been parked there at the red light, and they drive up, they stop right beside you, and immediately their head whips to look at you. And it's just fucking awkward. And yeah, when they do that, I look back at them, and there's that weird split second of like, ugh, 
But it's like, why do they have that need to, is it like they think there's like chicken there or something or what? I don't know. But it's like, they're not even doing it very coyly. Is that a word? Coyly? They're not even doing it, uh, you know, they're just blatantly, oh, hello, who's in here? Who's in this car over here? Fucking assholes. I sound like, uh, to myself, I sound like a bitch for bringing that one up. But, uh, you know, it bothers me. <laughs> it's my fuck you, not yours. Next one. You might think I'm weird for this one, but it does bother me. Why do they have to name cities or states uh, like, or even countries? Why do they got to name them north, south, or east, or west? Why don't they just name them something completely fucking different? Give me an example, James. I'm confused. Okay. How about Virginia and West Virginia? Why? Why don't they name that a whole new different name? North Dakota? South Dakota. How come the other states around those states are different names? You know, why do they got to be north and south? West Covina? Covina. Really? That couldn't be something different? Is it because people are not very creative? They're just lazy or what? Oh, it's... Gotta come up with a new name for the city. Uh, how about... Let's see, this is the west. How about West Covina? <laughs> Is it because it broke off? It was a, it was all Covina before, and they're like, yeah, let's just separate this part of the city. We'll call that West now. But still, if you're gonna do that, I don't know, just name it something new. It's just at times it gets confusing. It's just annoying. I don't know, fucking. What do you want from me? This is the thing that this is the stuff that bothers me. Just come up with a new name. North America, South America. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well. Does that make sense to you? Am, am I am I alone? It could have been Virginia next door. It could have been like uh, you know zinc. Hey, so uh, <laughs> well, thank you for entering zinc. Enjoy your stay. Right? It could be something different. West Virginia, go fuck yourself. All right, last one. I'm sorry. This is why I'm giving you three because they're pretty weak. So I got to make up. They're all like an equal, like one decent one. Sorry. Here's the last one, probably the best one. Fuck you to these people that take a shitload of selfies all the time, okay? I take selfies, but I do it in a goofy way, and I'll even put hashtag selfies are gay. But James, that's just your way of getting away with it. Oh, you're calling me out. Might be right. Uh, You know, I'll post a selfie every now and then. I fucking hate the word selfie, by the way. I just got to put that out of there. Uh, but there's these people, and you know who you are. You're posting constant photos of yourself all the time. And it's mostly women. I don't understand this. And it's mostly the same pose. It's like the same picture over and over again. If you just copied your picture you posted day, like a, yesterday and posted it again with a different filter, people would think it's a, it's a you know, oh, you took another selfie again. Uh, you guys look the same in every photo. All right? No one, no one wants to look at you. People, unless you're like super amazingly gorgeous, which 99% of you are not, nobody wants to see it. No one wants to look at your face. <laughs> unless it's like an interesting, there's something extremely interesting about it. And even if you post one, it's like, all right, that's sufficient. You've met your selfie quota. You don't got to keep fucking doing it, especially every day. 
Oh, Christ. That, that really bugs me. There's some people that just go crazy with that shit. It's mostly, you know, if you, well, it's not mostly, but if you go on the Instagrams and you look up an account and you can look at like an overview of their, all their photos, I think it's funny to me. I just do it like for fun sometimes. If you click on their, on their uh, profile and just scroll through all their photos, it'll be like selfie, 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 plant, selfie, selfie, food, selfie, dinner, selfie, breakfast, selfie, selfie, selfie. Oh my God. Drives me fucking ape shit. All right, so there you go. I'm sorry. They were bad, but hey, give you three, so get off my ass. Fuck you to people that pull up next to you at the light and immediately peek over and look at you. I don't know what you're expecting to find, but uh, I'm sorry, but you're sadly disappointed. Fuck you to south, west, north, east, whatever the hell you want to do, applying to city, state, country. Come up with a new name. All right? Don't be lazy. Get creative. Uh, come on, get on it. And last, but certainly not least, fuck you to these narcissistic assholes that constantly need to take photos of themselves. It, it's just, it's just sickening. So all those things, the umbrella of fuckery. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh yeah. All right. That's going to do it for me. Girls, boys, but most importantly, lady boys. I hope your Friday was a good Friday. <laughs> oh, James, that's so cheesy. I know. Uh, and, you know, have a good weekend. Enjoy yourselves. And uh, like I said, you know, have uh, some tacos. Have a barbecue. <laughs> I didn't tell you that, but now I am. Have, have, some, have some barbecue. And uh, take, take some time to slow down and enjoy the peace. And on Sunday, it's Easter time. So, in honor of the murder of Zombie Jesus and the the rise like a phoenix from the ashes, ashes, I want you to, uh, as a tribute to him, I want you to get a, a cat's tail whip and whip somebody with that thing at least once, okay? Just to just to show them what he went through for 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 your sins. All right, that's gonna do it, boys and girls. Uh, happy Easter. Enjoy your families, enjoy your friends, enjoy your Yuletides, if that's a thing. And uh, find, me a, find me a good, colorful Easter egg. Can it be a purple pastel Easter egg, James? Jesus, your voice went high there. I just get so excited when it comes to pastel shades. All right. <laughs> I've heard enough about your pastel shades. All right. Uh, hey, you want an Easter egg? Oh, James, that would be lovely. Well, I got two of them over here hidden. If you, if you dig real deep, you can find them. Oh, James, that's perverse. Yeah, I guess it will be a good Friday after all. <laughs> and as always, stay dangerous, my friends. Later.